Shalom, listeners of The Forecast with Harry Enten. It is I, Harry Enten, a good Passover to you, if you are still listening to this on Passover. Last week, of course, we spoke about the Mueller report and the release of the redacted version and how it would probably not have an effect on Donald Trump's approval ratings. And so far in the aggregate, it has not. But a new week and a new topic. Former Vice President Joe Biden has finally decided to throw his hat into the 2020 presidential ring, declaring that he is, in fact, going to run for his Democratic Party nomination in 2020. Now, of course, the big question is, can Joe Biden actually hold on to his polling lead? And we should point out that Biden does have a lead right now. If you average the national polls, he's at around 30 percent on the year. If you look in Iowa, he's in the mid to high 20s. New Hampshire, the low to mid 20s. Nevada, the mid 20s. And South Carolina, he's in the mid 30s, actually. And if you look at all of those races together, he does tend to lead, although in New Hampshire, it's quite close with Bernie Sanders. Now, interestingly enough, if you do look back over time, how often do you see a candidate who is up nationally at around 30 percent win his or her party's nomination? Well, it turns out about 35 to 40 percent of the time does a candidate in that position win. Now, you might say to yourself, "Okay, that's not 50 percent or above. So the most likely candidate is someone besides Joe Biden. But if you have a 35 to 40 percent chance of winning a party's nomination when there are 20, count them, 20 people running for a given party's nomination, I think my mother is announcing her campaign tomorrow, then, you know, that's not a bad shot. That means that he is the front runner in this race, even if he's not the odds on favorite. And I'll say that a lot of the criticisms of the Biden campaign to me are actually strengths. For instance, there are a lot of people who argue, hey, the party right now is going to the left and Joe Biden is this old moderate Democrat. But indeed, if you look at the exit polls from 2018, what you see is that about 53 percent of voters who cast a ballot for the Democratic Party House candidate, they self-describe themselves as either moderate or conservative. Only 47 percent self-describe themselves as liberal. And if you squeeze those numbers even more and look at a most recent Quinnipiac University national poll, what you see is only 20 percent of the Democratic base describes themselves as very liberal. So to me, being a moderate or a conservative Democrat isn't necessarily a bad thing. And when you combine that with the fact, combine that with the fact that pretty much all the Democratic candidates for president so far are running to the left towards the Sanders wing of the party, to me, it does open up this, I'm not sure I'd say lane, but certainly this pathway to run as a more moderate Democrat or mainstream Democrat. Additionally, I'll point out that, you know, a lot of people say, hey, Joe Biden's too old. He's going to be over 75 years old on Election Day. And while that's a weakness in one way, which we'll get to in a second, it should also be pointed out that the majority of voters who cast a ballot for Democratic House candidates in the 2018 election were, in fact, over the age of 50. The Democratic Party is not a party of 18 to 29 year olds. In fact, it's more a party of 45 plus and even age 50 plus year old voters. But of course, Biden doesn't have a clear pathway to the nomination. There are a few weaknesses that he might have. So what's one of those? Well, one of those to me, interestingly enough, is that Democratic activists, I'm not sure, necessarily sold on Joe Biden. Seth Maskett, who's a political science professor at the University of Denver, has been going around interviewing different activists. And right now, according to his study of early state activists, he has only found about 20% of them, about 20% of them in April of 2019 are, quote unquote, considering supporting Joe Biden. That's down considerably from the about 40% who are considering going with Joe Biden back in December of 2018. So we have seen decreasing amount of support from the activist wing of the Democratic Party for Joe Biden. Interestingly enough, however, party elites, that is senators, House members, DNC members, so on and so forth, most likely 
elected officials are actually pretty favorable towards the Joe Biden candidacy. When he announced on Thursday, we saw him roll out a number of endorsements, not just from his home state of Delaware, but also from his original home state of Pennsylvania. We saw Doug Jones, Democratic senator from Alabama, get behind him. And we even saw Cedric Richmond, who's the former Congressional Black Caucus chairman, also get behind him. And he, of course, is from the state of Louisiana. So it's going to be interesting to see whether or not the activist wing of the party or the party elites are a more telling sign of who wins the nomination. I'm not exactly sure. One more weakness for Joe Biden? Well, it is the fact that he's over the age of 75 years old. Yes, it is true that a majority of Democratic voters are going to be over the age of 45 in the Democratic primaries in 2020, and there's a good shot they'll be over the age of 50. But in an NBC Wall Street Journal poll, they asked Democrats whether or not they'd be enthusiastic or comfortable with a candidate who was over the age of 75. And only 33 percent of Democrats said that they'd be enthusiastic or comfortable. I guess the big question when it comes to that is whether or not that voters are already factoring in Joe Biden's age. If they are, well, then he's got smooth sailing. However, if it's not the case that they're factoring in his age, and let's say he has a gaffe or two on the campaign trail that perhaps reminds voters of his older age, then that could in fact be the case that maybe his support right now is artificially high. Finally, I will point out that the Biden campaign is running on electability, the idea that he can beat Donald Trump. Hey, that's not a bad idea, given that more Democratic voters this year are saying that electability comes before issue alignment than perhaps any point in recent modern American political history. Of course, electability is something that's often difficult to capture, and that leaves Biden in a precarious state. Let's say he loses a primary, too. Well, that reminds me a little bit, perhaps, of what happened in 2004 when going into the Iowa caucuses, Howard Dean was seen as the most electable Democrat. Then he lost Iowa, then he lost New Hampshire, and then all of a sudden the polls started to reflect something new, that John Kerry was now seen as the most electable Democrat. Additionally, Joe Biden, of course, is very well known, and that might be why he's seen as the most electable Democrat in polls at this particular point. But what happens when the other Democrats also become well known during the debate season when they put their ads on the air? Will he still be seen as the most electable Democrat? It's a question, one of many questions that are going to be answered over the next nine plus months of this Democratic primary campaign season, of which we have many, many, many debates and many advertisements to go. And we'll just have to see what happens. Well, folks, I've taken up way too much of your time already, but I want to thank you for listening to this mini episode of The Forecast with Harry Anton. If you like what you heard, why don't you leave a nice little comment in the comment section and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast listening machine, whatever it is. You kids are too hip for me. Shalom. Be well. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.